You're listening to SpecScript. Today's episode, True Blood by Babs Gray. Blah, I want to pod your cast. Hey everyone, it's Chris. How are you doing? Well, that's wonderful. I'm doing pretty good myself. Anyway, here's some news. First of all, tomorrow, Sunday, December 8th, it's SpecScript Newsroom in Portland. Shane Hosey's writing another sure-to-be-classic episode of SpecScript, and it's my annual birthday show where I get to be all egotistical. So different than usual. Uh, Then, on December 19th, hey, Seattle, Blue Moon Tavern, December 19th, 9 p.m., SpecScript Seattle, Derek Sheen is writing Survivor. Ooh. This episode is super exciting. Besides the fact that Derek Sheen is awesome, we have one of our coolest guests ever. Referee Aubrey Edwards is reading on this episode. You may know her as the coolest referee in professional wrestling, the top referee in AEW, an icon of the Seattle wrestling community, and just an all-around cool person. Really great to work with. And then also we got Ethan HD and Nicholas Radford, who are two local wrestlers from Seattle, who are really cool. We got El Sanchez, they're coming back. We got Josh Chambers, so cool. We got Riley McCarthy. Ooh, we love Riley, especially after this episode you're about to listen to. I mean, it's so good. Allison Lazat, it's a great cast. So if you're in Seattle, come out and check out Spectrum Survivor on December 19th, 9 p.m., Blue Moon Tavern. Then, hey... You're going to have two opportunities to see us in San Francisco in 2020 when we do Sketchfest, SF Sketchfest, and Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. So come check out those. And hey, if you love Specscript, why don't you give us some money on Patreon? That will allow us to hire some more production people. That would allow us to pay to travel more. That would allow us just to generally grow and keep on making good content. So thank you, Juliet M., Allison D., Gary B. Thank you for your support. We love you, and keep on keeping on. So thank you, and that's about all the news. So see us on December 8th in Portland for Newsroom, and then December 19th in Seattle for Survivor, and then in 2020, coming to San Francisco, baby. Oh my god, so much fun. Now, let's listen to Babs Gray episode, and hey, you should check out Lady to Lady if you haven't. It's a great podcast, and Babs Gray is awesome, Brandy Posey's awesome, Tess Barker's awesome. It's a really good podcast, and you're a really good listener, so you're going to like it. All right, now let's go on to True Blood. Ah, today's episode, True Blood, by Babs Gray! Mamma Mia! Ah, oh, Lydia's not here to start this chant. I say Mamma Mia, you say Papa Pia. Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! Oh, I love you. Okay. Baby got the diarrhea, all right. (laughs) I finished it up. All right, so. Hey, can someone do me a favor and close that door back there? Yeah, close that door. Close that door. Close that door. There it goes. It's almost closed. Yeah! So welcome to Specstrip, the live podcast where a cool person writes an episode of a TV show they have never seen, and then a bunch of cool people read it aloud on stage. Performed all over America now, mostly at Portland, Oregon, in (laughs) Kelly's Olympian, every second Sunday uh, of the month. Uh, But, you know, all around America. So thank you, listeners at home. First of all, you're an amazing crowd. Give it up for yourselves. What? what? All right. So today's episode is True Blood by Babs Gray of the Lady to Lady and Britney's Graham podcasts. Now, it's going to be a fun one. And uh, we are going to give a big round of applause for your cast as they come on stage right now. So to our... 
amazing, beautiful people here. You all know what these performers look like, what they sound like, and who they are. But our listeners at home, uh, they can't. They don't know nothing. Yeah, they're fools. Uh, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to play a little game where our cast says their name, the character or characters they're playing, and a favorite thing. Today's, it's their favorite vampire. Favorite vampire. All right. Um, so, I'm going to start. Hi, my name is Chris Hotomy. I am one of the hosts of this year's show, Spec Script. I'm playing old truck driver, steak guy, and cameraman. Uh, and my favorite... Yeah. The roles I was born to play. <laughs> and my favorite vampire is Nokomis. Who is Nokomis? Well, when I was 18 and a high schooler, I directed a play called Daughter of the Moon, uh, which, uh, which I didn't realize at the time was my friend's Twilight fanfic that was just gender reversed. Uh, so uh, if you knew me back in, in 2008 in San Francisco, you would have seen a bad play that was tr- just the vamp, just Twilight, but with, uh, but, but with high schoolers uh, playing it. All right, so that's my favorite vampire, and I am done. Hey, guys, I'm Kendra Jean Brand, and I'm playing Mysterious Lady. Uh, I'm so glad that I am only the second person to say this, because I was knowing that somebody else was going to take it. My favorite vampire is Count Chocula. Uh. <laughs> Hey, yo, 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 what's up? My name is Britton Jackson, and I will be playing the role of cop. And I'll have to say that my favorite vampire is any vampire villain on Sailor Moon. Boom. Hi, everybody. Um, I am Liz Pavolny. I will be playing Bachelorette. The lead, your handwriting is terrible, thank you, protester. I got a lot going on. And also the young waiter, (laughs) and that's my favorite role. And uh, my favorite vampire is, I forgot everything I ever knew, the one Tom Cruise plays. Anyone, Tom Cruise? Yeah, Lestat, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, Hi, I'm Babs, and... uh, Wait, is that the one that Brad Pitt's in, or is that a different one? Okay, I'll say Brad Pitt. I don't know any fucking vampires. Whatever. Antonio Banderas. Um, I, let me take this time instead of saying that that I did not spell check this. So, I will encourage Shane to please don't correct. If you see, don't correct them. Let's just okay, go with so, it. So, write, read as written. Yes, read okay. as written, because I read it over, and I was like, oh, fuck, there's some really bad typos in here. But hopefully they'll just be funny. So, there you go. I'm reading the 33-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite True Blood character. <laughs> Strip Club DJ and Nicole. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay, hi, I'm Chris. Um, I'm reading Sookie Stackhouse. Mm. Um, I don't have a favorite vampire <gasps> because I think ghosts are way cooler. Yeah. All right, well, Good the call. show's canceled. Uh. <laughs> Hello, I'm Carolyn Maine. I'm reading Vampire Bill. Very excited. Thank you. I feel that role deeply. Um, my favorite vampire is probably Vampirella. Because Frazetta and Tiggled Biddies. I'm Riley, and I am reading the role of Alexander. 
And my favorite vampire is Alice Cullen, the clairvoyant daughter of Carlisle and Esme. Anyone? Twilight? No? Okay. Esme? <laughs> Uh, I'm Zoe. I'm playing Joe Maginello because I'm hot, old lady, and crowd man, and my favorite vampire's depression. All right. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm playing lady and crowd, bartender, and news anchor. That's also my resume. <laughs> <laughs> And my, my favorite vampire is uh, Crispin Glover's life. <laughs> I think he's a kids in the hall character. <laughs> uh, and I'm Shane Hosey. I'll be reading the narration and stage direction. And my favorite vampire is the salt vampire from Star Trek, the original series, because he looks like Steven Tyler. <laughs> Look at him. Look him up. Looks like Steven Tyler. Um, I'm I'm disappointed that no one said Earth because I know a little song that says Ugh. the world is a vampire. Damn it! Oh my God. Uh, I'm really upset that I didn't think of that joke. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Well, give it up for your amazing cast. What what? <laughs> and now let's start. Spec script. Today's episode. True, True blood. blood. By Babs Gray. Dun dun. Dun dun. <clears throat> Exterior, New Orleans street, night. A lone brunette bachelorette wanders the street, a few strands of beads dangling from her neck. She happily chomps down on a bignette. A bing bignette. Bignette, thank you. I'm un I am uncultured because those are a food that is in New Orleans. <laughs> from the darkness, a slender man steps up to her. He has a kind of Swedish slash Southern accent. Young lady. <laughs> you shouldn't be out by yourself at such an hour. It's 7 p.m. She chomps on the bignette and a spittle of powdered sugar hits his face because bignettes are dusted with powdered sugar after they are fried. I'm learning a lot. I see you've earned some beads this evening. She drunkenly looks down at the necklaces. Yeah, I showed my areolas to a grandfather. He was nice. Care to earn some more? <laughs> he produces a shiny maroon red necklace. The red is deep and silky, almost the color of blood. <laughs> the bachelorette shrugs and lifts up her shirt to expose her nips. Do you have grandkids? Thousands. He nods at her breasts curtly. She puts her shirt back down. Beat me. He slowly reaches them out to her, making her come closer to him. As he puts them around her, he leans closely to her neck and sniffs it. Mm, time for some true blood. <laughs> Interior, Suki's house, night. At that moment, Sookie pops up from her bed in a cold sweat. Her boyfriend, Vampire Bill, pops his head out from the closet, <laughs> closet nearby where he is hanging upside down because I think that's a thing vampires do. <laughs> Sookie is Anna Paquin and has a vague southern accent. Vampire Bill is intense and moody and also has a southern accent. I heard a woman screaming in my brain. I think she was eating a beignet, which is fried with dough. <laughs> Sookie. 
was sucking at her blood. Bill cocks his head, confused. Sookie? <laughs> I know, I know. Ever since the synthetic blood was produced, you vampires have been able to come out in the open now that you don't need to feast on human blood. Sookie. Exactly. <laughs> but don't you ever sometimes just a little bit still crave the taste of the real thing? Of the red fluid glushing inside mm. human beings? Something like, mm. like the opposite of facil? Sookie. Sometimes. <laughs> Interior, strip club, night. On stage, Alexander Skarsgård dances in a red thong for throngs of horny ladies in the crowd. Yes! Yes! Vampire dick! <laughs> the ladies squeal and throw ones at him. He locks eyes with a pretty lady in the crowd with chestnut hair and gyrates towards her. She pops a dollar in his thong and he pulls her in and brushes his fangs against her neck. She shivers, the blood all rushing to her clit, which is ironic. <laughs> because he wants it to be in her neck. <laughs> Alexander finishes his number and collects his ones. He goes backstage to find Joy, Joe Man Manganello. <laughs> Manginello? Yeah, yeah. Manginello. I don't know any actors. Uh, Joe Manginello nervously pacing. Alexander does a shot of blood and preens himself in the mirror. <sighs> they are hot out there tonight, Joey baby. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm nervous. Ever since my one true love was murdered by a shape-shifting insurance salesman, stripping isn't coming so easy. <laughs> Look at yourself. You have like 15 abs. They love you. The frame slowly goes down every inch of Joe's body. Ab after ab after ab after ab. He undoes his pants. More abs. His abs sometime, somehow go down to his kneecaps and there are two little abs on his feet. Alexander leans down to the line of white sparkly powder off a mirror. He reels back, sniffing, and offers it to Joe. Pixie dust? No, nah, man, where do you even get that shit? I didn't think any pixies lived around here. My landlord is a pixie. You know those egg things that loofah off your, the dead skin cells on your feet? <laughs> he does another line and whoops as he comes back up. Woo! Goddamn, I feel so magical right now. <laughs> Joe looks at himself in the mirror and gives a quick pep talk. You bang Sofia Vergara every night. <laughs> you... You got this! <laughs> Interior, cafe, night. Suki walks around the cafe, refilling coffees and reading people's thoughts. She walks by a 33-year-old man reading the menu. Oh, if I eat dairy, I'm gonna shit for weeks. <laughs> oh. a, a little bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> a little bit of Erica by my side. <laughs> Snooky smiles to herself and goes onto an old trucker. <sighs> These idiots don't even know what I'm planning. They'll never see it coming. They'll all be dead soon. Suki stops at his table. Or will they? <gasps> oh. She gives him a look and he recoils. He hides all the stuff he was going to use to make a bomb and decides <gasps> to eat pancakes instead. <laughs> a cop walks in the door. Immediately, his thoughts pierce Suki's mind. Ooh, I hope these people think I look cool in my cop uniform. <laughs> 
Sookie winks at him. They don't. He looks at her curiously. <laughs> Sit anywhere you like. You might like a seat by the counter best. And why is that? It's closest to the donuts. She winks again. Vampire Bill lurks, watching from the kitchen. What's your name? Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sookie. Tell me something. Do you recognize this girl? He holds up a picture of the bachelorette from the first scene. Snooky shrugs. I see girls that look like that all the time. And what about these? He holds up a picture of her areolas. <laughs> they look like mine, but with a few more bumps. <laughs> these were last seen on Bourbon Street a few days ago. She was here for a bachelorette party. Seems she and her friends had a hankering for some jambalaya. Ah. Ah, the popular Louisiana origin dish of Spanish, West African, and French influence consisting mainly of meat and vegetables mixed with rice. Ha, that's the one. <laughs> well, I don't know her, but if you want, you can leave her photo up on the board there. She indicates a board where several dozen identical-looking brunette photos are also placed. The cop shade tips and starts the f- and stares at the photos. Who are all these ladies? <laughs> <laughs> They've all disappeared too. If you ask me, I think it's just gals who got bored at home, you know, looking for some adventure. And is what what you're looking for, Sookie? Adventure? Oh, I think I've got plenty of that. Sookie leans over and refills his coffee, showing off a little bit of captivating cleavage as the cop tips his shades even further while getting a look-see. Vampire Bill growls at the cop from afar. (laughs) The cop stares at Vampire Bill. A real vampire in the flesh. I haven't met one of your kind yet. The cop goes to shake Bill's hand, but Bill psychs him out by licking his two pinky fingers and running him over his fangs. (laughs) Sookie grabs a jug of synthetic blood and refills Bill's mug. He stares the cop down and takes a big gulp. You got a a, a blood mustache. Vampire Bill (laughs) pretends not to care and tries to wipe it in a macho way. (laughs) I know you think that's intimidating me, but it's actually... Looking really gross. Vampire Bill growls and sulks away. The cop turns back to Sookie. Let me know if you see her, all right? He slips her a card. Will do, officer. Oh, and uh, uh, I'll take one of those donuts. <laughs> they smile at each other and stare at each other. They smile and stare at each other. Obviously getting some boners going and stuff. <laughs> Interior, strip club stage, night. All right, and coming up next to the stage, a house favorite. You better hope it's a full moon tonight because, ladies, it's Beowulf. As Pony by Genuine plays, Joe pops out on stage in his signature ripped T-shirt and jorts. There's an audible sigh of disappointment from the crowd. I'm just a bachelor working for a partner. Joe awkwardly tries a few dance moves, but nothing's working. Without even falling off. Yeah, show us some skin. 
some wolf skin. <laughs> Joe sadly humps the air while desperately searching the crowd for something to enrage him and cause him to transform into a wolf. Just then, he sees the con- contents of a lady's purse spilled on the table, including her car insurance card. The same insurance company of the shapeshifter who killed and or fucked his wife, I can't remember. <laughs> no! As the strobes flash, Joe transforms into a wolf right in, for- for- right in form of their eyes. The crowd goes wild. Joe, Joe, now a wolf in a vest and jorts, prances around the stage while the ladies throw ones at him. And good boy! <laughs> That's a good boy! <laughs> she starts raining dollars down on the wolf. They throw treats and bones and kongs filled with peanut butter at him. The ladies in the club collectively howl. A mysterious lady covering her face in sunglasses and a scarf finds herself stirred in the groin. (laughs) For the first time in a long time, she finds she can't help but howl. She finds herself overcome with wolfly lust. She stands up to excuse herself for a moment. I have to step outside. Perhaps for some gumbo, a thick stew served over rice and made with a roux, mixture of butter and flour, and a wide variety of ingredients such as celery, peppers, okra, onions, chicken, sausage, and or seafood. The bartender nearby looks at her. Who are you talking to? You're here alone. Mysterious lady scurries outside for some fresh air and even fresher gumbo. (laughs) Exterior, strip club, night. Mysterious lady bursts outside and relishes the humid New Orleans air. Just then, she hears a noise from the bushes. Who is that? Alexander, honey? From the bushes emerges the Slender Man. The question I should be asking is, who are you? She tries to hid her face. (laughs) That's no concern of yours. No, be off with you. She tries to hurry off, but he easily blocks her way. Now, now, there's no reason to hide such a pretty... He rips off her sunglasses and scarf and gasps upon revealing her true identity. (gasps) Meryl Streep? Specifically from Big Little Lies? <laughs> yes, yes. It's me, all right. <laughs> I came to watch my handsome and perfect son perform. <laughs> I understand now, because uh, Alexander Skarsgård plays her son in Big Little Lies, in case nobody knows that. <laughs> That's correct. Who are you? I am your worst nightmare. Losing an Oscar to Helen Mirren? (laughs) What? No, I'm going to suck your blood and shit. Please don't. Let's go inside. I'll buy you a drink. He leans closely and sniffs her neck. Perhaps the blood of a woman who has been nominated for a record 21 Academy Awards will finally be true blood. (laughs) 
Meryl produces a crucifix necklace and weirdly chomps on it in her mouth like that scene in Big Little Lies. Remember that? (laughs) Those don't work. That's just a myth. He starts at her for a second before pouncing on her. He sinks his teeth into her neck and blood spurts out, covering the ground in award-winning plasma. (laughs) Thanks for the drink. He starts to rip out Meryl's organs, and it's really gross and bloody because that's what people told me happened in this show. It continues being bloody and gratuitous for a while. (laughs) I love blood! (laughs) Suddenly, a bright light flashes in his eyes, and he turns to see a news camera and a news anchor on the scene, filming everything. He hisses and brings up his cloak, disappearing into the night. It seems we have happened upon a vampire attack in real time, aww. <laughs> she leans down to Meryl, who squirms, bleeding out on the ground. The news anchor holds a microphone in her face. Um, ma'am, can you please give us details about what just transpired? <laughs> <laughs> the anchor turns back to the camera. Well, it appears that everyone's biggest fear has come true. <laughs> The synthetic blood is not keeping the vampires at bay. Mm. And they are attacking everyday people like you and me. Oi, I'm the cameraman. That's, that's Meryl Streep. That's not just anybody. <laughs> oh? Oh, I didn't recognize her with the, bl- with the blood. <laughs> she leans down to Meryl. Tell us, what was it like working with Pierce Brosnan on the set of Mamma Mia? <laughs> Interior, Sookie's house. Night. Sookie finishes cooking dinner for herself and Vampire Bill. A little gumbo for her and a bloody boy for Bill. Here, I made you your favorite. She plops down a sandwich filled with bloody fried pieces of meat. The blood boy, a pole boy with blood. Vampire Bill ignores the sandwich and turns the other way. Come on, Bill. I know you love these traditional sandwiches from Louisiana, which most always consist of meat, usually fried, and served on a baguette like New Orleans French bread. With blood. (laughs) He continues the silent treatment. She sits down and looks at him seriously. Bill, come on now. You know you're my main man. You have hundreds of years of experience in the bedroom. I mean, if that coffin's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. Besides, if you think I would be with a mortal after being with you, I'd never want to have sex with someone whose mind I can read. Trust me, I've experienced it in the past. Flashback to the back alley way behind the cafe. Sookie and a young water get, <laughs> get it on against a brick wall. As she reaches closer to climaxing, Sookie rolls her eyes at his inner thoughts. Boobs, boobs, butt, butt! <laughs> his young waiter body tenses and releases his mortal man jizz into his co-worker. Boobs! <laughs> Back to present day, Sookie shudders. Trust me, what we have is special, and I would never risk it for some cop. Vampire Bill stares at her longingly, and his southern drawl gets horny. Suke. Suke, 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 suke. Oh, Bill. They lunge for each other, ripping off clothes in the head of passion. Bill's 
blood boy spills all over the table, and Sookie's waitress outfit gets drenched in the synthetic blood as he leans down. As he leans her down. Not again. He rips off her apron, and food order tabs come falling out. One falling right on her chest. She looks at it. Oh, not. I forgot to put this in the table order of Mulfetta, a traditional style sandwich consisting of... Bill puts his fingers to her lips. Sookie. They get to doing it, rolling around in the fake blood, not knowing where his body ends and hers begins, although nobody's body really begins anywhere, does it? (laughs) Exterior, Bourbon Street. Night! As Sookie walks through the streets of New Orleans, picking off a bit of dried blood from her skin, she looks at the cop's business card in her hand. She soon notices a large crowd of people marching down to the street with signs and banners. Many of them read, No vampires in my town, or Go back to Transylvania, and So long, suckers. (laughs) Sookie approaches the lead protester frenetically. Whoa, whoa. What's going on here? We're here to take New Orleans back. These vampires are still killing people. Sookie is uncomfortable because even though she supports that she suspects this is true, she still wants to protect her sexy boyfriend. Now, now, that's not fair. There hasn't been a vampire caught killing someone here for over five years now. A guy nearby gives a thumbs up next to a chalkboard that reads, no vampire-related human deaths in 1,826 days. <laughs> Alexander swoops in suddenly, almost as, if, as though he flew in from above. He flashes his fangs as the crowd reacts to his presence. You what's all this? You're not holding up your end of the deal. Thirteen brunette women from our town alone have gone missing the last few months. A woman in the crowd pipes up. Fourteen if you count my Cheryl. Oh, Sherry wasn't brunette. She was dirty blonde at best. It was Cheryl, and she recently had low lights put in. Cheryl. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, now, this is getting a little overkill. We're getting off on the wrong foot here. A guy holding a stake steps up. Say it to the stake! Alexander panics, <laughs> then has an idea. Who here likes abs? The, the crowd grumbles, but raises their hands slash torches. What about dogs? More grumbling and agreeing. What do you say I get you all entry into the hottest strip club in town? Free Sazerac on me! Oh, that's the famous of raw whiskey bitters and absinthe that originated in the bayou. I guess I could use a refreshing cocktail to liven up my protesting. (laughs) And trust me, that's not the only cock or tail you're going to see. Great! (laughs) He turns to the protesters. (laughs) Come on, everyone. Let's all get horny together for a little while. They all cheer. (laughs) And head down to the strip club. Alexander and Suki walk behind them. I'm starting to worry that there's m- there may actually be a vampire killing people around here still. I keep hearing screaming in my head, and it's not just from people riding the roller coaster at the nearby theme park. I'm sure it's just people doing everyday typical inside screams, like, oh no, I broke a nail, or oh god, I missed the McRib again. Simple humans. Sookie stops Alex in his tracks and looks at him closely. You seem like you've been 
You've put on a few pounds. Drinking a lot lately? Impossible! I am as lithe as can be. <laughs> as he walks down to catch up with the protesters, Sookie looks d- again at the cop's card. It reads, Cop, number 911. <laughs> <laughs> Interior, strip club, backstage. Night! Joe angrily confronts Alexander backstage. Who are all these people? This is supposed to be a private club for people with niche sexual taste. Well, what did you want me to do? They were about to stake me. Besides, (laughs) I know the club isn't doing that well. The money could really help. Joe looks outside to the crowd. Fine, but next time I'm letting your ass get staked. As long as it's you doing the staking, my ass is ready any time. Alexander winks as he does a bloodshot. Interior, strip club, night. Later. (laughs) The crowd and protesters go wild for Joe in wolf form, prancing around to Nine Inch Nails' closer while wearing a muzzle. I don't know what's going on, but this is definitely cute. He throws money at Joe, who gathers up the ones in his paws and retreats backstage. (laughs) Sookie, watching from the back, sees Cop come to the front, showing the bouncer his badge. He takes in the surroundings and approaches Sookie. So you just had to call me, eh? First date in the strip club. Kinky. Sookie hears the cop's inner thoughts but it's just the bum-bum from Law Order over and over again. (laughs) Bum-bum. Bum-bum. Uh, no. This isn't about that. I called you because I think I have a lead. Oh, really? I think... (laughs) I think I know who the vampire is that's still killing people. Well, I'm surprised. I thought you were a vampire lover. I am, which is why I had to call you. All right, now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the night. From backstage, multiple women with brown hair and white t-shirts, they climb up on on stage together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everybody, it is the wet t-shirt contest. Who wants to come up on stage for a front seat view? Oh, hell yeah! (laughs) Dun-dun! Multiple protesters get on stage and sit down facing the ladies. All right, let's get this wet t-shirt contest started. Cherry Pie starts to play as the ladies dance sexily in front of the protesters. Some of the words that I don't know now. The lead protester happily smiles and claps, then looks around. Where's the water? At that moment, one of the ladies leaps onto him and sinks his fangs deep into his neck. Hitting the jugular, the blood projectiles from his veins straight onto the waiting t-shirt of a nearby dancer. As her shirt becomes wet with blood, the rest of the ladies pounce on the other protesters. Guys, blood. get it? It's a wet... It's the, the wetness is blood. The okay. W- <laughs> guys, guys, do you get it? Blood is spurting everywhere, covering them in it and revealing their breasts underneath. As Sookie and the cop watch from the back, shocked, the cop peers closely at one of the ladies. He brings up a photo of the missing girl's areola, comparing them. Dun-dun. The cop races to the stage. Stop this right now, motherfuckers. You're all arrested. As he pulls out his gun, a pair of jorts flies into his face, blocking his eyes. The gun shoots into the air. 
just as Joe in wolf form pounces on him. Joe, the wolf, rips out his gut and feasts on his innards. Blood and intestines everywhere. Again, more of this gross stuff. Sookie, finally recovering from her shock, starts to run towards the stage, but Alexander stops her. There is no use. They are done for. I knew it was you. Why did you do this? Also, wait. Doesn't that mean you killed your own mother? Yes, it does! <laughs> Why? Why would you do this? Now the outside world will never trust vampires again. You try growing up with Meryl Streep from Big Little Lies as your mother. She's been nominated for 31 Golden Globes. What does this have to do all with this? If she's going to be the best actress in the world, then I am going to be the best vampire in the world. He turns to leech on a nearby tourist lady who is just in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> Suddenly, the room is filled with flashing red and blue lights. A voice comes over the speaker of a cop car. Come out with your hands up. We repeat, come out with your hands up. Sookie and Alexander wander outside and see the entire strip club surrounded by cop cars. Wee to her surprise, she sees that standing with them is Vampire Bill. As the cops descend on the strip club, Alexander is cuffed and hauled away. I want to suck your blood! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, buddy. (laughs) I heard that one before. You'll be lucky if you get the generic synth blood where you're going. As Vampire Bill comforts Sookie as they watch the scores of women in bloody t-shirts be put into a Tino cop van, (laughs) she looks up at him with concern. Why did you do it? Suki. <laughs> oh, I get it. You knew he had to be stopped, and you were willing to put one of your own away if that meant bringing the gap of peace between human and vampire. Mm. As a few protesters uh. who survived stumbled out. Oh. Guess I don't have to read your mind to know what you're thinking, baby. They put on their forehead. They put their foreheads together as Suki feels Vampire Bill's boner grow hard. <laughs> as Boy. They, as they lovingly canoodle, the man next to the chalkboard, annoyed, it reads, no vampire-related human deaths in zero days. Interior, courtroom, day! Meryl, looking hella shitty because she's been slowly transitioning into a vampire, sits on the stand as she is cross-examined. A bandage is wrapped around her stomach where her organs have been put back in. For some reason, Nicole Kidman is the lawyer? You are meaning to tell me you never saw any signs that your son might be a vampire? No, no, no. He was a good child. He is a good man. Nicole presses play on a nearby screen. On it is the footage of the strip club rampage with Alexander clearly attacking people and sucking their blood. He's a good boy. My son is not a vampire. No! (laughs) Nicole winces looking at the footage and then to the judge. I rest my case, Your Honor. As Meryl slumps there, Nicole turns her back and walks to her seat. Meryl then awakens, her eyes now black. She stands up and bares her fangs. She pounces on Nicole from behind, toppling her to the ground. (laughs) It should have been me playing Virginia Woolf in the hours! She screams and sinks her teeth in Nicole's neck. The bloody, the bloody covering nearby Zoe Kravitz and Laura Dern. As Meryl sucks maniacally, she scream laughs into the heavens. Finally! Finally! I understand the purity, the absolute ecstasy of... Meryl looks straight into the camera. True blood! <laughs> Sweet home The end! Blood.
This has been Spex Grant. True Blood, written by Babs Gray. Everyone, give it up for your amazing cast of so talented people. You got Ken Regine Brand, Britton Jackson, Liz Pavoni, Chris Renee. Carolyn Maine, Riley McCarthy, Zoe Proval, Andy Iwancio, your narrator Shane Hosey, my co-host Chris Hotomy, and the writer of this episode, Babs Gray. Also give it up for Jaron George taking dope photos, Lee Cox filming, Alexandra Jade and Aaron uh, Harleman and uh, Allison Dennis uh, for doing some dope wrestling. Uh, give it up for Ryan in the sound booth. He's a hero. Uh, hey, follow us on social media, please. And maybe if you like giving us money, go to Patreon. And uh, I think that's uh, everything I have to say, Shane, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, because well, like, you gotta tell no, people about well, the other yeah. places that we. Yeah, might we're go, gonna be. Know, like, uh, yeah. We have a recurring show in Seattle. We're gonna be in Seattle. Uh, we're gonna go back to Sacramento soon. We're gonna be in Flagstaff. We're going to. Uh, we're going to St. Louis. Uh, we're gonna go to San Francisco eventually. Hey, maybe we're gonna go to Ohio. Maybe we're gonna go to Washington D.C. And damn it, I did it wrong. You screwed it. You've done this so many times. Ah, uh, hey, look. Here's the deal. We're going to be in Seattle. We're going to be in Flagstaff. We're going to be in St. Louis. We're going to be in Seattle again, probably. We're going to be in Sacramento. We're going to go to New Hampshire. We're going to go to Ohio. And we're going to go all the way to Washington, D.C. Peace out. Give us money and if you want to or not. And get on out of here. Thank you for listening to SpecScript. Come to our next live episodes December 8th in Portland, where Shane Hosey's writing Newsroom, and December 19th in Seattle, where Derek Sheen's writing Survivor. Outwit, Outlast, Outcast. All right, I love you.